you got to get passionate about this thing. If the cross doesn't move you, nothing will move you. I'm offering you something that's greater than silver and gold. I'm offering you something that's greater than an increase in your pay on your job. I'm offering you a... There's no shortcuts to the glory. We've got to get past week-to-week living. We've got to multiply our prayer life. We've got to multiply our efforts. And we are willing to give. God will always give it back to us in good measure. That is pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Hey, thanks for checking out our Christian Life Church podcast. You will be hearing from one of our pastors or guest speakers, either at our Frankfurt or Lebanon campus. Prepare your hearts and your minds to receive a word from God. Thanks for listening. Enjoy and receive this message. Cheryl, Brother Dylan, this choir, they do not know what is in my notes tonight, but I can assure you that I just received confirmation from the Lord, that I have a word from God, and he is about to unleash victory in this place. Anybody ready for victory? Anybody tired of fighting a battle and you need the victory? The Lord is going to send it tonight. I want you to know that I will not be long tonight. I'm going to get to the point. I'm going to be short and to the point. And I want you to know that right now is your call to respond. So just get ready. Get ready to respond. And when you feel that draw to respond, I want you to know you are not waiting on me. You're not waiting on an altar call. When the Lord calls, I want you to respond tonight. I am certain that the Lord laid a word on my heart for this church. And I want you to to know that tonight is a paradigm shift for CLC. God is getting ready to shift some things. And we are about to walk into the new season and the new level that God is calling us to. And it starts tonight. God is about to do a work. I'm going to turn your attention to Deuteronomy, the 20th chapter. And we're going to begin in verse 1, Deuteronomy 20, beginning in verse 1. When thou goest out to battle against thine enemies, and seest horses and chariots, and a people that are more than thou, be not afraid of them. For the Lord thy God is with thee, which brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. And it shall be when you are come nigh unto the battle that the priest shall approach and speak unto the people and shall say unto them, Hear, O Israel, 
ye approach this day unto battle against your enemies, let not your hearts faint. Fear not. Do not tremble. Do not shake in your boots. Neither be ye terrified because of them. For the Lord your God is he that goeth with you to fight for you against your enemies to save you. 2 Corinthians, the 10th chapter, verses 3 through 5. For though we walk in the flesh, you can quote it with me, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Tonight I am going to be speaking to you a call, and it is this call, it's time to war. It's time to war. Can we lift our hands across this place and ask God to move in a powerful way? God, I give you all glory. I give you all praise. I know that you have spoken to me. God, I pray, Lord, that you would help me walk according to your spirit. God, give me the anointing. Give me authority. Grant me dominion in this place. God, I pray that your word would go forth and do its perfect work in our lives. We are going to thank you. We are going to praise you. We're going to give you all the praise and glory in Jesus' name. Now give the Lord a shout of praise. has entered into a time and a season like we have never experienced before. I can feel it in the atmosphere. I, I feel a shaking in the atmosphere. I know of a surety that God is calling us to a new season and a new level in him. I know this because I'm not going to take the time to go into details and I'm not going to take the chance to do so. But I can tell you that at every turn, there have been attacks from the enemy. Everywhere that we turn, there seems to be a battle that is raging. There, this is an unprecedented time for the church. There are battles to be fought. There are conflicts that have raged. There, God's people have been experiencing discouragement. They've been experiencing disappointment. They've experienced depression, distress, even disillusionment. They've even experienced disconnect. It has felt like that there has been a lackadaisical spirit that has attempted to grip the church. Some of us have fallen prey to the schemes of the enemy. We've fallen prey, fallen prey to fault finding, to 
brother against brother and sister against sister. I want you to know tonight that it is no question that hell is fighting the children of God. We are in a battle. This is nothing new. This is a, a battle that has raged for uh, all throughout time. The enemy would like to wear out the saints. He would like to steal our victory. He would like to rob us of our praise. He's trying to get us to quit, to give up. And what he would like nothing more would be for us to give out without a fight, without putting up some resistance. There is no doubt that we are living in the last days. Jesus is about to come back for his bride. I'm telling you that last Saturday, a, a week ago, that as prayer meeting was going on, and we had the tables that were sitting up over to the west or the east end of, of the front of the uh, altar area, our children were sitting there and they were praying and they were asking God that if he had anything to speak, that he would speak it to them. And then they would take what they felt and they would put it down on paper. I want you to know that God spoke to 10 of those children. And to all 10 of them, those papers came back saying, Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. Get ready. Jesus is coming. I want you to know that we had better be serious about this thing. We better get ourselves ready. We better make sure that we know, that we know, that we know that if he comes back, we're going to make it. That we're a part of his bride. I truly believe that we have seen our easiest days. I don't think that it's going to get any easier than what it is today. There is going to be a day when our pastor's messages will be censored. If you don't know it, Facebook is already censoring CLC. There have been a number of times that I have gotten up in the morning and checked my Facebook account and I have gotten a message that your, your uh, website or your page is about to be shut down because of content. The days are not going to get any easier. Today, biblical preaching against sin is termed hate speech. You're not supposed to talk out about what the Bible calls sin and what the Bible specifically says is right and what is wrong. This world doesn't want to hear that type of preaching. What they're saying is don't point out my flaws. Don't, don't point out my sins. Don't tell me that I need to change. Don't expect me to leave. It's the, or expect me to repent. It's even creeped up in the church. It's if you tell me that I'm wrong, I, I'm going to leave. I'm going to find another place to go. I, I'm going to rebel. It is a spirit of this age. The Bible warned us 
that this day would come. It says, for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But after their own lusts shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. No doubt we have shifted from living on borrowed time to being out of time. We're no longer on borrowed time. I believe we're out of time. I believe that Jesus is about to come back for his church. I believe that there are souls that are hanging in the balance, waiting for the church to respond. Every sign points to the fact that Jesus is coming. There are earthquakes that are happening. Just a quick Google search before service, I found that there were 12 earthquakes that happened today alone across the globe. There are floods. There are volcano eruptions. Entire cities in Iceland are on fire. There are wars. Ukraine is still at war. Israel is at war. Warships have moved into waters that could easily spark a third world war. I am telling you that every sign points to the fact that Jesus is about to come back for his church. Luke said, and when you see these things begin to come to pass, then look up, lift up your head, for your redemption draweth nigh. CLC, it is time to get right. It is time to get ready. It's time to look up. It's time to make our calling an election sure. Jesus is about to come back for his church. Do you want to be ready tonight? church has gone through many seasons. We've been through seasons of plowing, when we have had to break up ground that literally was rocky and, and stony and, and, and not pliable. We've, we've been through seasons of planting. We've been through seasons of watering. We've even had seasons where we have had to fight off the fowl that threaten to destroy a harvest before it ever breaks ground. We've gone through seasons of refreshing, but we've also been through seasons of drought. Anybody know what I'm talking about? We've been through seasons of victory, but we've also experienced seasons of defeat. Some of us have walked through seasons of freedom, but then at the, afterwards we have had seasons of oppression. We have had great seasons of revival, and we've had seasons when it seemed like that the enemy had overcome the church and had stolen the new babies out of our arms. Through years of experience in living for the Lord, 
I can tell you that we have now entered into a season of war. It is time for the church to go to war. It is time for the church to go to battle. There is a war that is raging. I'm not talking about a physical war that is fought by physical means. Guns and bombs and heavy artillery will not win this war. This war cannot be won in the flesh. The only way that this war will be won is through the spirit, not by my might, nor by my power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. This war will only be won through fervent, persistent prayer that storms the gates of hell. Because when the church travails, it will bring forth children. When the church begins to travail, victory is coming. When the church begins to travail, those that are bound will be set free. It's time to go to war. Now I lay me down to sleep type of war of prayers is not going to cut it. Sunday and Wednesday only prayers are not going to work. Feel good, selfish prayers aren't going to get the job done. I'm talking about the kind of prayer that shakes you to your very core. I'm talking about the kind of prayer that keeps you up at night. The type of prayer that compels you to pray until something happens. I'm talking about the type of prayer where you hit your knees and refuse to give up until something breaks. Prayers that get the attention of heaven and cause armies of angels to respond. Church, it's time to go to war. It's time to war. These type of prayers storm hell, not with empty threats, not with negotiation tactics. You don't negotiate with terrorists. These type of prayers are not the type of prayers to figure out how that we can co-inhabit with the enemy. These type of prayers are prayers that say, this is my city. You have no dominion here. These type of prayers say, this is my home. You are not welcome here. These are the type of prayers that you announce to the enemy. You've got some things that belong to me, and I am about to take them back. They don't belong to you. Hallelujah. These prayers say, give me my kids back. Take your hands off of my children. 
I wish that some parent tonight would declare it tonight. Those children belong to the Lord. Somebody needs to speak to the wind. Give up my children. Send them home. They belong to God. I have come tonight to serve the devil. Notice, this is my church. This is my church. You have no authority here. I want the Lord, or I want to tell the devil tonight, I am tired of your attacks. I'm going to call you out for what you are. I'm going to expose your tactics. I want to remind you that no scheme of hell is going to stop the church. The gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. Can you declare that tonight? You can call me crazy if you want. You can call me emotional if you want. You can say that I am a little bit extra. Guess what? I'm a little bit extra. You can call me anything that you want. But tonight, I'm willing to go to war. I'm willing to say enough is enough. Enough is enough. I'm going to pray until something breaks. I'm going to pray until some strongholds are broken. I'm going to pray until captives are set free. It's time to go to war. This type of prayer rises up from the depth of your being like righteous indignation that says, I've had it with the enemy. You've messed with me long enough. You have no idea who you're dealing with. You might have thrown some things at me, and you almost took me out. But if you only knew, if you only knew what I was going to be after the storm, you wouldn't have bothered me. You wouldn't have messed with me. You would have turned hell and run from me. Come on, somebody. I want to ask you tonight, where are the prayer warriors? Where are the men and women of God who know how to war on their knees? Where are the elders who are seasoned in battle? Where is the mom who is sick of the enemy messing with your kids? Where is the dad who watches from the wall of prayer to defend his family? 
Where is the saint of God who says, you've messed with God's church long enough. It's time to war. Come on, prayer warrior. It's time to war. It's time to hit your knees. It's time to respond. It's time to go to God in prayer. It's time to pray until the victory comes. There is a battle that is raging. I know that some don't believe in spiritual warfare, but I want you to know that spiritual warfare is real. There is a battle for the souls of men and women. There is a battle that is raging for these young people. There's a battle that's raging for your marriage. There's a battle that is raging for your children. It's a war in the supernatural that manifests in the natural. It's the battle that attacks from every side. It's the battle that traps us in discouragement. It's the battle that overwhelms our minds. It's the battle that causes our hearts to faint with fear. It threatens to paralyze us with fear. If left unfought, it's a battle that destroys families. It's a battle that dips within the church. The enemy would like to destroy every godly relationship in your life. Without fighting, it can cause churches to be divided in disunity. There's no place for disunity in the church. There's no place for it. It pits brother against brother and sister against sister. When the battle is not fought in prayer, it causes offenses to come. And it causes roots of bitterness to grab hold of our hearts and our spirit. There is a war that is going on. And it is time for the church to respond the way the church was meant to respond. The war that we are fighting is raging from the pit of hell. It's where it came from. That war that is raging, the battles that we are fighting, came from the enemy. Either we will square our shoulders and dig in our heels and engage in the battle, or we will become a casualty of war. And parents, I want you to know that if you become a casualty of war, your children will become a casualty of war. It's time to fight. It's time to engage. It's time to go to war. I want to remind you of something that I know that you already know. But casual Christians will become casualties of war. Casual Christians, those who use the church for their own personal convenience, their walk with God is flippant and relaxed. 
they are comfortable with the way things are and don't want to be disturbed by change. That's the, that's the casual Christian I'm talking about. They're indifferent to whether or not that the church grows or it stays the same. If that is the thought process, you will be a casualty of war. Because I am telling you that the church will continue to move forward and you'll be left behind. And you will miss out on what God has. I want to remind you of the words of the lepers. If we sit here, we're going to die. If we sit here and we don't pursue, we're going to die. If we sit here and refuse to fight, the enemy is going to take us out. But if we will strap on our boots, if we will take our sword, if we'll get our shields, and we will engage in the battle, he will cause us to be victorious. Give the Lord some praise right now. Punishing the church, knowing that the time, uh, that knowing the time, now it is high time to awake out of sleep. For now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. It's time to war. Plain church is over. Passive Christians must be replaced with aggressive warriors. We can't keep being passive about this thing, but we need to be aggressive and go to war after the things that the enemy has stolen from us. I believe that God is raising up an army who are ready and willing to engage in battle. Do you want to know how I know that? Take a look right over here. Take a look at these young people on their feet. Their response right now tells me that they're willing to engage. God is raising up an army who's going to fight the battle. He's raising up an army for today, not for tomorrow, not for next month, not just for January and February, but now, now is the time. It's time to go to war. There is a call to war that is being sounded to the church. It isn't a call that is made by man. It's a call that is being sounded by God himself. He is calling the church to battle. Therefore, behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, that I will cause a trumpet blast of war to be heard. Moses told the children of Israel, when you go to battle and you see the horses and you see the chariots and you see that their, their uh, army outnumbers you, 
Don't be afraid. Don't shake. Don't worry because God is going to go with you. I want to tell somebody right now who has been facing a battle and it feels like that there is no way out. And the battle feels like that it is strong and that it could easily overtake you. I want to tell you like Moses told you, don't be afraid. Don't stop. Don't shake. Don't give up. The Lord your God is going to go with you. And the Lord will fight your enemies. Lord, have mercy. There is a rumbling in the spirit right now. There is a shaking in the spirit. Anybody feel that in this place? God is about to unleash some victory in this house. Moses said, don't let your heart faint. Don't tremble. Don't be terrified. Don't be afraid of what you see. Don't throw in the towel. Don't run and hide. Don't believe that there is no use and that it must be over. But go with confidence in this. The Lord is with you. The Lord will fight your enemies. The Lord will fight your battles. Everywhere in scripture, when the children of Israel were going into battle, they knew that a shift was about to take place when the, when the priest blew the shofar. They knew that when they heard that sound, that something was about to happen. Our pastor has called us into this season right now, and I hear a sound, and there is about to be a shift in the atmosphere, and it is time for the church to respond. It is time to respond. That sound signaled that they were about to face the enemy. That sound signaled that it was time to go to war. Come on, CLC. Somebody needs to heed the signal tonight. Somebody needs to hear the sound. Somebody needs to hear the call. I believe and I feel that we have given up some territory that needs to be regained. We've given up some things that we need to take back. We've given up some ground that we ought never have given up. We have forfeited victories that belonged to us. There are souls that are hanging in the balance, and we can't give up. We can't give in. We can't let them go without a fight. It's time to go to war for them. I want to remind the church tonight that our weapons are not carnal. They are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, bringing every thought into captivity, 
throwing down imaginations that the enemy has put in your mind that is contrary to the knowledge of God. Somebody in this place needs to pick up your sword. You need to pick up your sword. You need to get in the word of God. You need to declare to the enemy tonight, for it is written. You need to declare, for it is written, I am more than a conqueror. You need to declare the word of God tonight. I may be weak, but when I am weak, I am strong. Somebody needs to declare tonight, I am chosen. I am a peculiar people. I belong to him. I am a child of God. Somebody that's been dealing with sickness in your body needs to declare the word of the Lord by his stripes. I am healed. Come on, church. Come on, church. Come on, church. It's time to go to war. Stir up the Holy Ghost that is in you. Plead the blood of Jesus over your lost family. The enemy has oppressed us long enough. Declare over this church, for it is written, this is a glorious church. This is his church. The gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. It is the Lord that fights for us. I will fill this house with my glory, saith the Lord. What is coming will be greater than what has been. It is time to go to war. Let your war cry out right now. That's it, let it rise. Let it rise. Let it out. Declare, it's enough. I'm taking it back. I've had all that you're going to do. I will be victorious. My family will be saved. There will be revival. There will be unity. There will be miracles. There will be signs. There will be wonder. I'm going to pray until it breaks. I'm going to fight until it happens. I'm going to hit my knees until the Lord answers. Come on, CLC, let it out. 